George Harrison. All things must pass just shows the nature of the physical world. Everything is changing all the time. We get born and we die. But we are in this body and we go through from birth to death. We stay the same. The soul is the same, but the body is changing. And like that, you know, it's called duality and it just keeps changing. But everything passes except the essence of that, which is our soul. Identity is a, only a thought. The thought can't do anything. So let's just look at the assumptions. The assumptions are beliefs. In this program, Randall Friend explores assumptions we hold that seemingly stand in the way of clearly seeing what we truly are, this undeniable knowing, this presence awareness. We believe something and we take that as the truth, but we don't investigate that. And there's lots of religions who would have you take on a belief, and it's only a belief because we can't know it for sure. It's only a belief because we don't have direct evidence. So we must take it on as a belief. So we do that all the time. And the biggest belief that we have is that the word is the thing. The word is the thing in itself. So we... Really, we just start looking at these beliefs and these words. Are they true? Are they the reality? Are they the actuality? And obviously, a chair is not the actuality of that thing. And if someone were to take all of our words away from us, we wouldn't know anything. We wouldn't be able to describe anything. We wouldn't have any knowledge. We would be totally without. But we are anyway, because the word really doesn't matter. The word really is meaningless anyway. So no one has to take the word away. We just have to see that the word is meaningless. We've agreed to call it a chair, but we could have called it anything. So when we look at that thing, we can't say what it is. We don't know what it is. We feel comfortable and we accommodate our fears because we can call it a chair. But when we give up the word, we fall. We fall away because we don't know what to call it. We look at it and we don't know what the hell it is. And that's the same way with everything. We look at everything. We just don't know what it is. We think we know what it is. We have words which make us comfortable. But the words are just nothing. They mean nothing. So we look around. We see. But we don't see anything in particular. We don't know what the hell it is. We don't know what the hell anything is. And that applies to this body-mind also. We're very secure in calling this a body-mind, and then my body-mind, and then the concept of my becomes very important there. 
because my then becomes ownership. So now there's this thing that we don't know what the hell it is, but it's mine. But even mine is a word. Ownership is an idea. So who the hell is here to own anything? There's just nothing. There's no word can ever. The word only is there to make us feel better, but it never really works because we can see through that fairly simply. This body-mind that we've taken ourselves to be is all based on a word. It's nothing. We look at that chair, we look at this body-mind, and we rely on the word, and then we feel like we know it. We feel like we know what it is. So once words have fallen short, we're left in our openness. We're left in nothingness. We're left in not knowing because we realize there's nothing in perception that we can ever really know. We look at this thing in front of us, we don't know what the hell it is. We don't even know that it's in front of us. We start questioning everything. We start questioning all the assumptions and we start seeing that we've made so many assumptions that we've built our life our entire life on concepts and we just can't say anything about it we can't ever find comfort in this again because it's just nothing we don't know what the hell it is our words fail us once we really see that that is not really a chair that's only a word what is it what well, even the idea of separation is an assumption so we think there's a chair there's a wall here's a body mind and that's an assumption but without the labeling of these things we really have no idea it's just appearance look at these things and we see that these are all there. Every single thing that we can see, every single thing in perception, every single thing we conceive of is known. It arises in awareness. Even this body, even this mind, we know it. It happens. We see it. So there's always the seeing of this appearance, whatever that appearance is. There's always the seeing of mind. Whatever the content of mind is doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's spiritual thoughts. It doesn't matter if it's confusing thoughts or thoughts about work or thoughts about dinner. No matter what the content of mind is, we're seeing those thoughts. Always. That awareness is always there. So we challenge another belief, and that is that there's an out there and an in here. So that appearance is happening out there, and I'm in here looking. But we see the assumption is that we're seeing through senses. We're seeing, hearing, smelling, feeling through senses. But it doesn't take very much to see that the eyes are simply receptacles for the light. The eyes are not a window. The eyes are not a clear pane of glass. And we're on the inside of the head looking out that pane of glass that are the eyes at the world out there. The eyes are receptacles for the light or whatever it is. We can't really call it that. 
but the eyes are receptacles and they receive this data and they send it back over nerves so there's no connection between what's there and what's being passed through except the data stream through the nerves mm-hmm. back to the brain and then all the other senses are the same way the, the ears the touch the taste the smell and all that data is being passed into the brain now the brain takes all of this wraps it all up strips away everything that it can't process and makes a picture now this world that we see is really just a picture it's not out there it's in here it's in here it's a picture it's a moving picture in here it's like a movie playing in the brain so there's no in here and out there it's all in here it's all happening in here now what is in here now that's that's something else but we see that that assumption even if we look at the appearance and what we've been told that that is false because the eyes are not windows we're not looking from the inside of the head to the outside world we're not being carried around inside this head that's just an assumption that's a perception so the picture this picture whatever you're seeing if you raise your hand if you walk across the floor if you see a bird fly through the sky that's all happening in the picture of consciousness so there's no out there but something is knowing that picture we may call this the dream because when we go to sleep at night we're laying on our pillow we don't move we don't get up and walk around we don't get in an airplane or a car we don't get on top of a large building we stay on our pillow yet we have all these pictures playing of falling from cliffs being chased by monsters and all sorts of dreams so these are very realistic there's a character there a character's thinking a character's acting and there's a whole world going on inside that dream but that dream happens nowhere outside of consciousness we never leave our pillow this waking state is no different the picture is still happening in consciousness the yeah. picture is not different it seems different because we put continuity on it. it seems like it is because it seems like it's longer yet those breaks in attention we don't notice we don't slow down long enough to notice so we just assume that this is just going on and on and on and that sense of continuity means this is the waking state so i know that i wake up and now it's different now i'm inside the head and there's a world out there and i'm moving around with all of these states the waking state the dream state the deep sleep state you know those you see those come and go what you are knows when you wake up in the morning knows the dream knows the deep sleep so what you are is prior to all three of those states you know when sleep has happened you know that there was an absence of consciousness when that picture stopped yet you are yet you are still aware if the alarm clock goes off there you are you hear it so that presence is always there prior to consciousness watching those states come and go but we see the states and we make something out of those states that's a dream this is waking this is an inside world an outside world 
this is my life, we go on and on and on with the abstraction into the concepts about it. None of that makes any difference. You are prior to consciousness. You see the coming and going of the three states, and that's it. You are. And in that consciousness, in the, in that state, lots of things happen. There's a body mind that's called already that does this, works, talks to people. It's all perfectly fine, but it's a dream. You are watching that. That's it. You do nothing. You make no decisions. You're not the thinker. You're not the doer. You're never changed. You're never touched. And you simply watch it all. And it's not an active watching. It's effortless. It's effortless. You snap your fingers. You know that. You don't have to try yeah. to know that. That knowing is always with us. And that knowing is just not contained to the brain, not contained to consciousness, not contained to anything. That awareness is infinite. That awareness is everywhere. That awareness contains everything. And that awareness we call it awareness because, once again, we need to have a word. But even the word awareness fails because then awareness then becomes quantifiable and then we try to place it somewhere and then we try to Imagine give it characteristics. It. Yes. <laughs> but we can never do this. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong is that they try to characterize it and they try to do everything that they do with everything else, the chair. They try to conceptualize it, yeah, and it can never be conceptualized. So that which is knowing is what you are. But everything arises in that knowing. It arises in it. It arises on that screen of awareness, so much so that you cannot distinguish the appearance from the knowing of the appearance. We say, I am hearing a bird. That's language. Language is dualistic. We can't communicate unless we use duality. I can't talk to you unless I can say, I'm talking. So language is dualistic. But that doesn't mean that it's actually pointing to reality. So I am hearing a bird. So we've taken the appearance and we've broken it up into pieces. There's an I who is hearing a bird. And that's duality. That's separating out the appearance. Well, it's okay to say that, but that's not what's really happening. There is only the hearing. There is only the seeing. The bird and the I are conceptual distinctions which don't exist. There is no I hearing a bird. There is just the appearance. And that knowing of the appearance and that whole thing is what you are. That awareness is infinite. Yet infinity is not a big space. Eternity is not a long duration. It's only now. Infinity is here. Eternity is now. We can never get out of this here now. This here now never changes. The appearance within it changes. So you are this container in which it all changes. And that's what you've always been. You have been there 
for all of this. You are the source of it. It all happens in you. Whatever that is. Whatever it is. We find that words fail, beliefs fail, assumptions fail, and as we see these things fail, as we really, down to the bone, realize these things really are meaningless, we're left with nothing to stand on. We're left in hopelessness, openness. We can find no meaning anywhere. Any meaning comes in the mind as part of the appearance, and that is always false. That is always relative. That is always impermanent. Every single bit of it. So we're left without anything. And in that openness, there's a standstill. There's a stopping. Because we realize we have nowhere to go. We have nothing that we can do. No thought can ever, ever, ever find it. Not one single thought that you could ever have is going to find it. Not one single question or answer can ever, ever give you the answer. Because it's unknowable. So we come to a total standstill. And in that standstill, that's peace. It's effortless. This is all happening effortlessly. And we don't have to describe it. We don't have to know it. We don't have to accumulate it. We don't have to get anything. We can never get or lose anything. It's all happening in us. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing we can ever possibly need. It's effortless. It's peace. And that's always what you've been. And that never changes. Doesn't matter what the appearance is doing. Doesn't matter what thoughts are doing. They're happening. That's just the appearance. It's not touching the knowing. Ever. It never has. So we see that it never has touched it. We see that knowing has always ever been there. It's never been touched. It's never been hurt. It's never had anything given or taken away. It's never gone anywhere. It's never disappeared. Even in deep sleep, it's still there. Every state that we've ever known, the background of that state has been this knowing. So we just rest in this nothingness, in this emptiness, in this knowing. That's it. There's nothing else to find. There's nowhere else to go. The mind wants it to be more. The mind wants to achieve and to attain. The mind wants an experience. The mind wants a word. But it can never have it. Never, ever, ever can it have it. So at some point the mind sees that. The mind sees the hopelessness of the search. And it just stops. The mouse stops banging its head against the wall the mind realizes that it can't ever solve this equation so it stops now that doesn't mean it never thinks thoughts come up when they're needed but thoughts also aren't needed for communication so this intuition without thought this communication happens and there's no thinking of it there's no filter there's no recording to memory. It's just flowing out. It's not flowing out from the thoughts. It's just flowing. 
Whatever's flowing is fine. Whatever goes on the page is fine. Whatever goes in the blog is fine. Whatever comes out of the mouth is fine. There's no censoring, there's no filtering, and there's no recording. It's just simply flowing. Yet if I have to solve a math problem or if I have to make uh, dinner, thoughts are engaged because I need to know how much sugar to use or how much flour to use or 2 plus 2 equals 4. But it's just a dream. It's There's nothing real to it. It comes out of silence and returns to silence. And every single night, consciousness stops and consciousness starts. So the whole entire thing comes out of silence and goes back to silence every day. So the nature of this appearance is life. We take life to be my life. Life is living beings. Life is this human, that cat, that tree, that fish, anything living, that's life. And that's a separate thing. And that's the assumptions that we make. But life is not broken up. Life is. It just is. It's one substance, one life. So the life, which is the cells, the molecules, the atoms, the trees, the air, the ground, the fish, the birds, the human bodies, the cars, the planets, the space in between, every single thing in the appearance is life. But it's not broken up into pieces, it just is life. And that life is intelligent. And that's flowing the blood through the veins and beating the heart and flowing the sap through the trees. And that's the form from emptiness. That's life. So it's all life. So the appearance is life seeing life. like water if if we have an ocean and we have a little cubic centimeter of water and that little cubic centimeter of water has thoughts and those thoughts say I'm separate and so that little cubic centimeter trying to do something it thinks it's moving around and it's doing things and it's affecting things and but it's only ever water because it believes it's separate, it's doing all these things, apparently. But it never moves out of the water. It is water. It's all water. But yet the thoughts tell it that it's doing something, that it's meaningful, that it's separate. And it's just thoughts. If we don't have the thoughts, we don't have the words, it doesn't do anything. It's still just water. It doesn't matter where it comes or goes because it never really comes or goes anywhere. Can we say that that little cubic sediment water actually moves somewhere? 
if it's all water. So this is just life. And life is one, one substance. This appearance is all life. Every single thing you see is life. It's not broken into small things and vessels and temporary and separate things. It's just all one substance. So looking out the eyes, life is looking out at life. So no matter where you go or what you do, you can never get out of life because you are life. That's it for now from the Urban Guru Cafe. If you have any comments to make about this story or any ideas you would like to hear about, you can find our contact details at urbangurucafe.com. Thanks for listening. 